You're a small business owner and there's nothing small about what you do. That's why Dell Small Business Technology Advisors give you trusted advice and tailored tech solutions like computers with Intel Core processors, servers, storage and networking, plus industry-leading monitors and software. No matter your technology needs, Dell is here to help your small business do big things. Call 0800-085-4878 to speak with an advisor today. That's 0800-085-4878. All over. Contains strong language, strong opinions, and strong beers. It is not meant for children or for those who think they are children. You know who you are. Welcome to episode 59 of Dumb All Over. Recording from Who the Fuck Needs Electricity, Pennsylvania, this is a progressive podcast of brash opinions on politics, religion, and pop culture, and we are always under the influence of craft beer. On today's episode, we will talk about Kellyanne and these things called laws, Gary Cohn's resignation, Stormy Daniels, oh, great, great day for that. Uh, Oregon's new gun laws, and we're going to talk a little about Legos. We'll then dive into Citizens United for our bigly topic for the week. And then finally, we get to hear what Lori Baker, not Jim Baker, thinks Democrats will do to Christians. Fun day ahead of us. <laughs> As always, I am Tom. Um, somewhere else in the Black Hills of Pennsylvania, there is Austin. <laughs> Yes, yes, I'm here. Finally. Um, I've just arrived yes, as of uh, this morning into the 21st century. And <laughs> Hello, Jebediah! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm now back and ready to do this, I think. <laughs> oh. oh, man. It is... It, is, it has been a very long week for the both of us. You, a little worse. Yes. Shockingly. <laughs> yeah. Bad things typically happen to me, um, but this one was a little bit worse for you. Oh, yes. We're gonna, uh, this was a, if you don't know, if you don't follow us on any of our social medias, you probably should, by the way. You can, you know, Twitter and Facebook, we're all over the place. <laughs> yeah. But um, we, as in Northeast Pennsylvania and like half of the country, was in this gigantic blizzard and we lost power. On Friday last week. Yep. Right? I'm guessing... I mean, you put the episode out. It must have been only a few hours after you put the episode out. Well, um, let's see. I got I got it done early, actually, for once. <laughs> and I, I uploaded the episode at, like, midnight. And then it went out at 4 a.m. And the power went mm -hmm. off around noon. Yeah, that sounds about right. I lost power about 10.30 in the morning, so I lost it a little earlier. Okay. Um, I got my power back on, I believe, what day are we? It's Wednesday? Yeah. I got it back late on Tuesday, like 8 o'clock at night on Tuesday. Okay. Um, but you just got it back today. Yeah, yeah I did. Um, yeah, so welcome back to the, um, well, no, I guess I got it back on Monday. What yeah, you got about? it back on Monday. I don't Monday, remember. Yeah. <laughs> it's on Monday, 
afternoon. But you just got it back on Wednesday. Yep. Um, but you know what's funny? We're not we're not going to miss an episode, Austin. It's no. Pretty impressive. Yeah, we may have had to cancel a really great interview, which I'm really pissed about. Yeah, if you are listening, uh, Samuel Ronan was uh, going to be our guest for this week, but um, we could not do it no. because. <laughs> No fucking power. Yeah. And God, Pennsylvania is really slow at doing things. And mm-hmm. I realized this firsthand. Um, but we're going to have Samuel Ronan back on. He was very uh, understanding of the whole situation. So thank you for that. Uh, and Austin, it was cold. But not not only that. Not, not only did we lose a great interview, we also didn't get to meet uh, No Illusions. I know. When he, it, it, when he gave what I've heard was a very good um, lecture. Oh. For Stop, the Lehigh Valley humanists. <laughs> you know, and that's what sucks about this whole thing. It happened on such a terrible, terrible time. Yeah. <laughs> we had so much planned for this weekend I know. and this week. And, of course, it had to happen. And yeah. then we're greeted today with another fucking snowstorm. Oh, like yeah. another 10 inches of snow. Yep. Eh, whatever. <laughs> Crazy day. But there will still be an episode. Oh. Somehow it was still going to work out. I... You know, I don't know how. Yeah. <laughs> I thought this was gonna. I thought this was gonna be the week. No. I really, I really thought we were gonna text each other and be like, "All right, that's it. Our streak is over." But uh, well, you know, you know, you know unless what the funny one of our files was? get corrupted, <laughs> like my na- my neighbor has a generator, and mm-hmm. so what I was gonna do was that I knew that the internet was working. Okay. <laughs> and what I was gonna do was plug in my computer, and my audio <laughs> converter, and the Wi-Fi router. And just do the show, and then, you know, because <laughs> it's like, there's no way we're going to fucking break our streak. We've done a good job so far. Yeah, my neighbors also have a generator, and I realize how much I hate people with generators. Yeah. Because- Oh, boy, you're going to- uh, They have a, a big window. <laughs> they have a big window, and as I'm walking, as I'm walking the dog, the neighbors see me walking the dog, and they're in a goddamn t-shirt. <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, I was like- I was like, hey, you fucking assholes. I'm bundled up in my own house. I had to wear a jacket because it it got to like 35 degrees in my house at one point. Jesus Christ. It was pretty bad. But now we got power back. Yeah. And we're doing the show and we're drinking alcohol. But because we are snowed in, I couldn't get craft beer. So I apologize to those uh, craft beer enthusiasts who only listen to our show for our craft beer expertise. Yeah. Today. I am drinking, uh, it's called Montebello's is the company name. It's actually a Long Island iced tea mix. And I've had bad experiences with these because they're always so light and just not that tasty. They're usually too sweet. This one, yeah, this one's not. And it's only $14 for like a handle. Very awesome. Yeah. And I am so addicted to this. Probably shouldn't admit it, but I bought like four bottles during the snow or right before the snowstorm. <laughs> they're, they're all they're all gone. They're all gone. Of course, um, I'm drinking the last of it. I got like a a little bit left. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking, Austin? Well, craft beer aficionados, I didn't get a chance to run out and get any new craft beer. So what I am drinking is the same thing we drank last week: Weyerbacher's Sunday Morning Stout. And um, oh, so boring. Coming in at twelve point seven percent, and I think we pretty much described it last week. So, 
it's a, a yeah. you know it's a coffee stout aged in bourbon barrels you can't go wrong no you cannot uh but it sounds like we're both having pretty decent drinks i bet you need i bet you need this drink more than anybody right now well actually <laughs> just there's a just funny story about that because before today we could actually get out and about there was just no power Right, but like, exactly. But but um, we went into Wingap, and I mm-hmm. stopped at the state store and bought myself, um, uh, Chivas, the Scotch, the blended Scotch. Ooh, okay. And that is now gone. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it uh, yesterday. Yesterday, yeah, yeah, it is now gone. No, two days ago. I'm sorry. So alcohol, so alcohol got you through it as well. Yeah, what it sounds like. And like normally, I wouldn't yeah. get that scotch because it's expensive. But I'm like, I've been without power for four days at the time, right? And I was yeah. like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna get the scotch I want." You know, a couple things. I realized a few things during this whole st- no, this whole uh, blizzard, this whole storm. Yeah. One, how reliant we are on electricity and our phones and, and technology in general. Yes. I mean, one of my biggest fears. And this is coming from me, and you know me. I'm not that big into technology. I'm not that big into phones. I still have a fucking iPhone 5C. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, like, I I panicked when my phone was almost dead <laughs> to the point where I just went in my car and I charged it through my car. Mm. Now, granted, my car was also much warmer. Yeah. But the uh, second thing I realized is how much we need to get Puerto Rico fucking help. Oh, yeah. Like, that... That dawned on me after the third day. I had no power for like three and a half, almost four days total. After the third day, I was like, I'm bitching. I'm stinky. (laughs) Everything is bad. And it's only been three days. Like, imagine what somebody who's been going through this for months feels like. Oh, yeah. No, I can't imagine. I cannot. No, I can't. And I don't want anybody to ever imagine that. So, And you know, funny, you know, we realized is that... uh, now we're thinking of putting solar power on the roof. Yeah, yeah, you know. And I if think, I had, if I, I think we're gonna get the uh, Tesla solar panels and the Tesla power wall. <laughs> of course. And so, of course, we would get something Tesla. <laughs> and according to the website, like if this happened again, the Tesla power mm-hmm. wall could power the house for seven days. Wow! Just with the like fully powered, like you, as if you still had, you know, full grid electricity. That's amazing, and that if you That's have amazing. yeah, if, and if you have the solar panels and the power wall, they would just mm-hmm. like the panel would continuously charge the power wall battery, and you could just keep going. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it seems like such a simple solution, and it I really, know. it really can be a simple solution too. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah. Well, hopefully, we don't have to deal with this again for a little while, at least, because. <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't know if I could go through another ordeal like that. That was that was rough. Without further ado, <laughs> we have a shit ton to talk about when it comes to the Trump report. So let's yeah. enter that realm and let's do the Trump report. Why don't we try our drinks first? Oh, because I was already drinking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's drink. Let's drink first. All right. So let's get this day started correctly. Um, because this is I promise the first drink I've had all day. <laughs> Um, and let's uh, do our symbolic cheers. Okay. <laughs> symbolic cheers, Austin. Here we go. You know, being for my first drink of the day, not bad. <laughs> nice. Not bad. I have to say, the <laughs> the Sunday morning stout, even though we had it chilled by the snow outside, is still fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, it's funny you say that. 
because my house got so cold, but my refrigerator was actually really warm. So I just took everything out of my fridge and left it out, and it was fine. <laughs> um, the only thing, the only thing that got fucked up was the jelly. I had jelly in the fridge, yeah. and it's like it's like liquid now. Oh no! <laughs> it's I kind of want to try it, but I know I'll probably die. Yeah, please so, don't do that. I don't know. Yeah, no, I didn't. All right, uh, so we got a lot to talk about today. Let's not waste any more time. Let's enter the Trump Report. Have I done a good job? Have I done a good job? Not at all. Probably the least of anybody you've ever met. There's nobody that understands the horror better than me. If Ivanka weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. Oh, oh. Oh my goodness! So much happened. Like we, we got the fucking blizzard. We can't. Can't we just have one weekend where where we don't have to talk about shit? Well, well no. not not only did we like get you know caught in this storm, but it was one of the biggest weeks in um, Trump news history. I, <laughs> I mean, it's like shit went down the entire week. Well, and I remember thinking, like, what is my phone going to say when I finally get service again? <laughs> <laughs> there's so much we could talk about um we're, the first couple stories are going to be the main or some of at least some of the main stories our first story comes from the hill.com this is a special little story that we have and we'll, we'll, we'll explain that in a second but the article <laughs> is entitled kellyanne conway found to have violated the hatch act ha bum 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 um <laughs> the <what>? hatch act <laughs> The Hatch Act. <laughs> it's a, it sounds like something passed so submarines don't sink anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We've lost four submarines, sir. That's it. <laughs> we must now pass the Hatch Act. <laughs> uh, uh, Kellyanne Conway violated the Hatch Act on two occasions. The Office of Special Counsel Robert Mueller, you know who he is? You know, he's that guy. <laughs> informed the Trump administration on Tuesday. Appearing in her official capacity, Conway endorsed advocated against political candidates, the watchdog said, referring its findings to President Trump for appropriate disciplinary action. So, um, this goes back to Roy Moore and Doug Jones, um, where... She she made comments endorsing Roy Moore and at the same time bashing Doug Jones. And you can't do that as a federal employee. No, you cannot. And you actually were the one that actually told me about that because I did, I really didn't know that. Oh, That's yeah. one of those laws, I guess. Unless you're in the government, you really didn't know. And you were a, you worked for the postal uh, for the post office for a little while. Yep. And you were telling me like I can't officially endorse anybody. Yeah, that's right. And I didn't know that. Yeah. But Kellyanne apparently didn't either, <laughs> because she did. And it's not just the endorsing; it's also the bashing part, and that's part that's the part, part of the second part. Of yeah, she she basically um, violated like the entire law. <laughs> like it says that you can't right. one endorse anybody or um, dissuade people from voting. Exactly. <laughs> She's like, I'll do both of them. <laughs> so this is what she said: Doug Jones in Alabama, folks, don't be fooled. He will be a vote against tax cuts. He is weak on crime, weak on borders. He is strong on raising your taxes. He is terrible for property owners. This is back in November. So the person, uh, Brian Kilmeade, who was interviewing her, said, so vote Roy Moore. And then she replies saying, I'm telling you that we want the votes in the Senate to get this tax bill through. And in that... She broke two fucking, well, she broke the same law, but two fucking times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
And this, this this leads us to our special little story that we have for you. <laughs> oh boy, is it a special story. <laughs> oh my god. So I post this on our Twitter page before uh, before you entered the 21st century, before you were um, when you were still the Amish. Yeah, much. that's yeah, that's and one thing. Remember, mind you, that I had not seen any of what transpired because in no. my house you don't get cell service without no. uh, Wi-Fi. So I didn't see any of this until I don't about, know about four hours ago from now. So like yeah, about that yeah yeah it would have been about four hours ago. So yeah. like around two o'clock on Wednesday. Yeah. So I posted this article and a Trump supporter with 67 followers somehow found us, somehow found the article, um, and then said that it's fake news. Now, I may or may not have been intoxicated when I read this, (laughs) and I may or may not have responded, but pretty much uh, what transgressed there is that she was just... Constantly calling it fake news, fake news, fake news. Um, said that everything in the article, even though I can tell by her comments that she hadn't even read the article, and I'm talking about the article that I'm reading right now. Nowhere in this does it say that Robert Mueller is going to arrest Kellyanne Conway because he's not. Well, it's not. All it's not even said, all his. Well, it's not even it's him. Not, it's, it's separate. His, yeah, it's, it's his right, and she obviously didn't read the article. And then she, she kept going on with this hashtag fake news bullshit. So I went on foxnews.com, which, believe me, was painful. And the f- you're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe this. Okay. The first article on the front page was the same fucking thing. Yeah. So I copied, I copied the link and I sent it to her. And she didn't respond for 23 hours. <laughs> she mm-hmm. didn't respond because there's nothing to respond to. It's not fake news if your news site is one posting it. Yep. Anyway, yep. Uh, it got reignited when a friend of the show, Hannah Pribble, <laughs> decided to take matters into her own hand, which uh, just made for a very interesting afternoon. A lot of fun. Yes. A lot of fun. Austin, you got into it a little bit too. Well, uh, normally fi- we don't you engage. Have, you but- have to remember that. <laughs> I had not been able to post my snarky tweets for <laughs> six days, almost. Yeah, you were a little ornery about that. Yeah, and so I was like, <laughs> I came back raring to go, <laughs> and she yeah, just pissed me off. <laughs> so, and so, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I was reading comments. I'm like, oh, 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 stop, stop. <laughs> uh, and then I came in. After you had obviously cooled down and yeah. you started ignoring it, all yeah. I did was I, I, she, she made a comment in response to something you said, so I, I, I responded, you seem angry, have a Snickers. <laughs> so I, I, I'm sure she was probably so confused. Uh, <laughs> I hope so. This, yeah, yeah. Well, she was definitely confused because yeah. she was obviously not the most intelligent person. Uh, but anyway, that's our first main story here. <laughs> Kellyanne Conway found... Uh, that she most likely, uh, well, that she did uh, violate the Hatch Act twice. Yep. And, Congrats. And we all know what'll happen, which is nothing. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. No. No. She might get a promotion. Actually. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um. Next. <laughs> next story comes from Fake News New York Times dot com. Gary Cohn, the uh, top economic advisor, mm-hmm. the one who proposed the uh, the steel tariffs to Mister Donny, yeah, says he will resign as Trump's top economic advisor. Ah, the fake news, Tom. Uh, he is saying that yeah. he's resigning. Okay, Tom. <laughs> he he is his own individual, and he's resigning. So you don't need to come at me with all this bullshit. <laughs> 
it's it's fake news though yeah it's, it's fake news yeah, new york times like they're saying he's gonna yeah. resign and it's bullshit because he's an independent <laughs> person who's resigning it's not the same thing <laughs> it sounds stupid but that makes more sense than some of the shit that we were reading before yeah i know so, i did my best go. impression but it was really hard because i'm not an idiot yeah it's yeah yeah Gary Cohn, President Trump's uh, top economic advisor, said on Tuesday that he would resign, becoming the latest in a series of high-profile departures from the Trump administration. Yeah, there's been a couple of those the last few days. Oh, it's like White an House officials, now. It, it really is, isn't yeah. it? Like, uh, it, it started off with the campaign, the chief campaign uh, chick, I forget what her name is, but she, she's been the one that's been there the longest She's out. Oh, was that Hope Hicks? Now Gary Cohn. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yep. And then you got uh, Gary Cohn. There's rumors again about Betsy DeVos. <laughs> Hope, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. Um, White House officials insisted that there was no single factor behind the departure of Mr. Cohn, <laughs> except for the fact that Donald Trump pretty much said, I, I don't like large tariffs. <laughs> um, <sighs> it's weird. It's weird, but apparently with uh, Trump not happy with the tariffs, well, even a stupid person like Donald Trump has to understand that every if every leader in the world is yelling at you saying, don't do this, there might be a problem. <laughs> and it, I think no, this happened right after all Sweden's- <laughs> I'm perfect. <laughs> Did you see Sweden's prime minister? No, I didn't. Did you see that little conversation? So, uh, Trump... <laughs> Tom, I've been I, in the dark for the six Swedish... days. I haven't seen anything. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I forgot. I, I'm not sure if the Swedish prime minister came to the U.S. or vice versa. I'm pretty sure he came to the U.S. because I don't think Trump is uh, on a global trip right now. Mm. But um, in the same room, at his own podium, um, the guy pretty much shot Donald Trump down, oh, saying no. that we... Uh, you know, like, yeah, we care more about our people. We're not going to go for these tariffs. We're trying to make trade easier, not more difficult. Right in front of Donald Trump. Um, and then all of a sudden, Gary Cohn resigns. So something happened. And if anybody who's saying that this is that uh, Trump's uh, problem with the tariff deal is not the reason. Come on, man. Oh, yeah. No, it's I don't, totally know, I don't even know what to say to yeah. you. So that's another one. What do you think about Gary Cohn leaving? Well, I mean, I can't blame him for jumping off a sinking ship. I have to say, though, that somebody who resigns over tariffs but stuck around after Charlottesville, not so sure I really <sighs> even care what they have to say, to be honest. <laughs> that was the first rumor of him leaving was right after Charlottesville, isn't it? Yeah, and actually I would have felt like he had a little bit of backbone had he done that. Yeah, but he didn't. He he uh, he decided to stick it out, and um, yeah, had that work out for you, Gary. <laughs> now he's, I mean, listen. Now he's gone like so many before him. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the problem I have with these people is Gary Cohn's going to have no problem uh, finding uh, you know another way to make a shit ton of money. If anything, these people who are taking these jobs in the Trump administration are making significantly less money than they could have been if they just remained in their own private industries or what have you. Rex Tillerson, biggest oil company in the fucking world. Yeah. He's taking a huge pay cut if everything is like legal and shit like that yeah. and he's not taking side money. But assuming everything is like correct, he's been, he takes a huge pay cut. Which is part of the reason why Rex Tillerson, I'm surprised, 
honestly hasn't resigned yet. I mean, he's been kind of quiet these last few months. Yeah. Well, it probably has I something to do with pride. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, even yeah. even Jeff Sessions, I mean, he got called out personally by the Twitler in chief. Yeah. And, and again, <laughs> again, I mean, I, I almost, if it wasn't for the fact that Jeff Sessions is an awful, awful person, I would almost feel bad for him. Yeah, exactly. He gets, yeah. he gets attacked by the president. The guy mm. who gave him this position so much. Yep. It's 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 really fun to watch. Yeah, it is. Next story comes from businessinsider.com. Stormy Daniels says in bombshell new lawsuit that Trump did not sign their NDA and there could be photos from their alleged affair. Holy shit. <laughs> I, I have this to, is awesome. I, I have to say, I'll be the first to say it on air. I do not want to see them. <laughs> No, you're probably not the first person to say that. Because I think I think uh, my I think my penis will shrivel so far up inside of me that I'll never ever see yeah. it again. <laughs> like that would be the yeah. scariest thing uh, to ever happen. Is it? I know this is gonna this is gonna lose so I'm gonna everybody's gonna hate me. There's gonna be no respect for this. I want to see them. Uh. <laughs> I I want to see them. I want to repost them on all of our social media. <laughs> oh, don't do that. Don't ruin the nice people's day. <laughs> oh, man. The former adult star, um, Stormy Daniels, sued President Donald Trump on Tuesday, arguing a hush agreement to conceal an affair is invalid because he never signed it. <laughs> well, that the would 28- make it invalid. <laughs> That would make it invalid, yeah. The 28-page lawsuit, which contains a copy of the non-disclosure agreement, gives a striking glimpse into Daniel's side of the story. Um, several statements from Daniels, whose real name is Stephanie Clifford, made in a 2011 interview with In Touch magazine, include that she and Trump met and had a se- sexual, sexual, sexual encounter in Lake Tahoe, someplace I <laughs> promised I'll never go. Now I have to say, in though, 2006, that, that sounds like an HBO series, sexual encounter in Lake Tahoe. <laughs> <laughs> it does. And not only is it an HBO series, it is also the name of my new cover band. Oh. <laughs> I, I wonder if that show would start David the Company. I feel like it could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it could. It could. Uh, 12 days before the 2016 presidential election, Michael Cohen, Trump's personal lawyer, paid Daniels $130,000. It's unclear how Daniels' lawsuit will fare in court, but the filing released on Tuesday provides details she had previously been coy about in interviews. Hmm. I'm not going to go through all of these bullet points. There's a lot. Um, but go to businessinsider.com. You can find it. Pretty much the, the important part of this is that Trump never signed this agreement. Um, and the pictures, the pictures would be would be hard proof, I would imagine. Oh, but what, what? Are the pictures, well, what are the pictures of? <laughs> I, oh. Like, <laughs> It would have to be them in bed because otherwise you could just lie and say, oh, that was just... She's a friend of mine. I hung out with her. And then I think you would see some soft proof if it is pictures of them in bed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't even imagine what that would be like. But I I do want to see it. I know it's fucking twisted and weird, but I... God. I would love... To, would he be the first president to have nudes leaked? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he would have to. Right? I don't think... I've never I saw th- Obama's I ass. I think so. Yeah. I, I mean, so. I saw... I saw an ass lead the country for eight years in Bush, but I didn't see his actual ass. 
Hey, Clinton got a blowjob, but we didn't watch it. So oh, I don't. Thank, thank God we didn't. <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? That would have been I horrifying. Wish, I wish I could do a Bill Clinton accent because I had a perfect joke, but I can't do I can't do his voice. No, what? Yeah, mm, I don't. It's w- not that. Yeah, it's a little it, tricky. It's a little tricky. Yeah, it's um. No, no, no. I'm too drunk to fucking to take care of this. So um, <laughs> there's that. Um, I got a couple, a couple other stories, and then we'll get to our bigly, our bigly topic for the week. Okay. These are probably a little lesser talked about. Well, definitely lesser talked about because everything else that's been going on, anything other than the main events, is like small news. Yeah. So this also comes from the Hill. Um, Oregon becomes the first state to add a new gun law since the Parkland shooting. This was actually just on March 6th, so just yesterday. Um, Oregon Governor Kate Brown, Democrat, signed, of course it's got to be a Democrat, I would imagine, (laughs) signed a bill into law Monday that blocks convicted domestic abusers from owning guns, making the state the first to add a new gun safety law since the mass shooting in Parkland, Florida last month. The state had already banned those with domestic violence or stalking convictions from owning guns, but this measure closes a loophole that allowed abusers or stalkers who aren't living with or married to or don't have children with the victim to keep the weapons. Um, the Oregon legislature uh, passed the measure last month. Uh, I'm proud to sign this bill, making Oregon the first state to take action to prevent senseless gun violence as a tragedy in Parkland, Florida. Um, Brown said in a statement. So, progress? Mm, yeah. One, you know, one out of 50. <laughs> one out of 50. I know uh, we talked about it last week that PA and Ohio were pretty close to it. Well, Pennsylvania hasn't even uh, announced a bill Ohio had. Oh, but, that's good. Yeah. Uh, Oregon very, very quietly was just like, nah, we're going to do it. Yeah. Now, other other companies like Kroger's, the fucking grocery store, I'm, again, not sure why they're selling guns in the first place, but <laughs> like them, uh, Dick's Sporting Goods, they took out uh, automatic rifles that you can't purchase those anymore, which, again, not sure why you would have to. Yeah, because let me tell you did. something, an AR-15 is not a sporting good. No, it is It is not a sporting good. <laughs> it's like, it is it's, not a sporting good. It's like, you know what? Let me go pick up my new five iron and my new putter and my AR-15 <laughs> so I can blow away my playing partner. <laughs> It's like it's like nice birdie, motherfucker. <laughs> I have three dollars on that. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. Uh, and my final story for this week is um, a progressive update. Kind of, it's actually kind of a cool little thing. So, okay. have you ever played with Legos, Austin? Were you a Lego person? I did play with Legos. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, I I didn't know legos were still around so when i saw this article i was in tra- i was instantly hooked on this mm. lego has become an industry leader for growing or for going sustainable lego enthusiasts often imagine some version of their ideal world when building with the brand's multicolored blocks and accessories thriving cityscapes uh, fields and scheme whatever all the all the good stuff that you can build with those <laughs> legos you can build anything with, the- with them <laughs> Pretty much. But with the knowledge that plastic pollution is overwhelming the world's ecosystems, buying any form of plastic comes uh, to seem like a contradiction of environmental ideals. That's why Lego has decided to move away from plastic in its supply chain. Um, 
They are going to be using, let me see where it says, hold on. The brand's first sugarcane-based plastic items will be hitting the market later this year. Um, Lego leaves, bushes, and trees will be made from this material in the future, according to the brand, which uh, accounts for 1% to 2% of all Lego products. So it's made um, from sugarcane. They're sugar going to try sugarcane, yeah. Well, uh, that, and it looks like they're uh, going to try Something tells to me the, uh, the uh, cases of children eating their Legos is going to go up now. <laughs> yeah right it's uh yeah it, well i don't think they're gonna be sweeter but they probably could be they're made of sugar um, cane <laughs> listen these stupid fucking kids from today are eating tie pods so you know what Fine, at this point a lego is a five-star diner uh like i i can't right well, I, I have to be honest, though. I'm not sure how many people... I'd rather people... eat a Lego than a Tide Pod. Yeah, but I'm not sure how many <sighs> people actually ate Tide Pods. It sounds to me like one of those things that, like, two people did, and then yeah. the media blew it up into a whole story. So, let me ask you this question. Okay. Did somebody, one person, did one person eat a Tide Pod? Yeah. One person did, yeah. At least. Then it's too many. <laughs> then it's too fucking many. <laughs> I know, but Tom... I, on the internet, I've seen at least one person set their crotch on fire. So, I mean, you can find one person doing really stupid things everywhere. Okay. So, it looks like Lego is going to try to make a dramatic impact on the, um, their f- carbon footprint or their ecological footprint, I guess you could say, mm. by uh, 2030. By 2030. Okay. Uh, it's a slow progression. But you know what? Uh, it says here, as of 2009, a brand claims to have produced 400 billion Lego pieces, meaning its contribution to plastic pollution is likely enormous. Globally, around 380 million metric tons of plastic are being created annually. <laughs> Meanwhile, an estimated 8 million metrics of plastic enter the oceans each year, Holy which shit. is like emptying a garbage truck of plastic into an ocean every minute. Holy every minute. Fuck. That's a lot of plastic. Yeah, so you know what? Good for Lego. Yeah, that's a lot. Good of for plastic. Lego. You know, imagine yeah. imagine a dump truck full of plastic every minute. That's insane. Yeah, that's that's insane. that's insane. But you know what? Good on Lego uh, for at least trying. At least trying. That's all I ask for at this yeah. point. I'm done. I have no more stories. <laughs> um, I believe you do, though. <clears throat> I believe yes. you do. As I think it's time for this week's it's bigly time. topic. Which is the name? Woo! Yeah, that's the name we're going with. Bigly topic. <laughs> hey, I couldn't come up with a better one. People seem to like it, so yeah, yeah. yeah that's all right. Um, what is this week's bigly topic about, Mister Austin? So our topic this week is Citizens United, and no, okay, that's a big topic. Yes, I know. <laughs> so it's it's going to be kind of limited in scope because I had to put it together very quickly. <laughs> um, okay, that's fine. But but. Uh, so we'll start from the beginning, and no, Citizens United isn't the bank that swindled you out of your free toaster because you didn't have the $10 required to open an account, because fuck you, Linda, my dollar twenty-seven needs a home. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice touch, Austin. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but basically, we're just going to kind of talk oh. about the Citizens United uh, v. FEC court case, its impact on politics, mm-hmm. and if there's anything we can do about it. All right? Okay. So let's first start with what even is Citizens United? Take that. <laughs> um, first of all, yeah. shout out to the Wayward Willis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Well, okay. <laughs> go on. Go on. So, so what they actually are is a documentary <laughs> film group. I don't know if a lot of people know this. Um, Citizen, Wait. Yeah, go ahead, Tom. What? Yeah, they're, they're a documentary film group. No, I'm just confused. Called Citizens really? United, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> now you got me confused again, Austin. Okay. <laughs> I don't like this segment anymore. You so, do this to me every week. <laughs> so I'll read you their stated mission from their website. Um, Citizens United's stated mission is to restore the United States to government are the United States government to citizens control seeking to reassert the traditional American values of limited government, freedom of enterprise, strong families and national sovereignty. Yeah, and oh, and security, national sovereignty and security. Okay. So <laughs> if I had to ask you what kind of political group they were, what would you think? Well, I'm not going to lie. I semi-cheated by typing it in, and the first couple movies that pop up are Hillary the movie. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> so, let's, so don't go any further. So, <laughs> so they okay. are a conservative political group. Okay. No. Yeah. Okay. They, they're organized under Section mm-hmm. 501c4 of the Federal Tax Code, which means that their donations are not tax deductible. So uh, to fulfill this really mission, now? Yeah, to fulfill this mission, Citizens United produces television commercials, web advertisements, and documentary films. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's how they're going to okay, take back okay. the government. That's how they're going to take back the government, Tom. This is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucked. So during during the 2004 presidential campaign, Citizens United filed a complaint before the Federal Election Commission charging that advertisements for Michael Moore's film Fahrenheit 9-11, which was um, a docudrama critical of the Bush administration's response to terrorist attacks on September 11th, um, produced and marketed by a variety, a variety of corporate entities, constituted political advertising, and thus could not be aired within 30 days before a primary election or 60 days before a general election. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, so that was their first... That's interesting. Yeah, that was their first, like, major action as a group. Now, what happened was... The, okay. Well, that's, that's, a yeah. pr- that's a pretty big... That's a pretty big thing, though, isn't it? Yeah, well, you're going to find out why this is so ironic in a second. So the FEC dismissed... Okay, the FEC dismissed the complaint after finding no evidence that broadcast advertisements featuring a candidate within the prescribed time limits had actually been made. Um, then Citizens United tried something themselves. In response, they produced a documentary called Celsius 4111, uh, highly critical of both Fahrenheit 911 and John Kerry. <laughs> so they made their own film. <laughs> oh, I see it. Celsius 4111. Yeah. I see yeah. it on their um, on their movie listing. I guess you could call it. Yeah. Okay. What? So, oh, okay. It was during 2004. Okay. Yeah. Okay, go on. So, so mind you, this was the first film they had ever produced, and it was in response mm-hmm. to the FEC dismissing their, their claim about Fahrenheit 9-11. Um, and what happened was the FEC, however, held that the showing of uh, Celsius 4111 um, and advertisements for it would actually violate the federal campaign or the Federal Election Campaign Act that they were complaining that Fahrenheit 9-11 violated, and they found this because Citizens United was not a bona fide commercial filmmaker. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So in the wake of these decisions, Citizens United decided to establish itself as a bona fide commercial filmmaker before the 2008 elections, producing several documentary films between 2005 and 2007. 
Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so by early 2008, it sought to run television commercials to promote its political documentary, Hillary, the movie. <laughs> the movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing I saw, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and, and they wanted to air the movie on DirecTV. That was the fight they had been gearing up for the whole time. They wanted to run their uh, stupid Hillary movie. And as conservatives often do, they vowed to take it all the way to the Supreme Court. Well, can I ask you this question? Sure. Did they? They absolutely 100% fucking did. <laughs> um, so this oh, is, they really did? Yes. Oh, my God. So, yeah. <laughs> so what, what happened was they went to the district court first, of course, and lost and decided to appeal to the Supreme Court. And here's the thing. The Supreme Court decided to hear their appeal. And thus, the case, Citizens United versus FEC. Oh, wow. Now, I'm not, I can't go in too much to the legalese because I'm not a lawyer. So um, I'm sure that um, opening arguments or habeas humor, I'm sure one of them has done an episode or two based on the Citizens United ruling and the actual court case itself. So if you want to find like actual legal information, go there. But I'll, I'll try to give you what I can. So when, okay. the, when the Supreme Court heard this case, um, they decided to rule in Citizens United's favor with a 5-4 decision, and that was in 2009. So, of course, the court leaned conservative. Right. Because it's basically the makeup now, just with different names, but the same um, alignment. And, of course, the swing vote went with the conservatives this time. So um, Chief Justice John Roberts wrote the initial opinion of the court, which is the majority opinion, holding that the BCRA allowed the showing of the film. Um, a draft concurring opinion by Justice Kennedy argued that the court could and should have gone much further. The other justices in the majority agree with Kennedy's reasoning and convince Roberts to reassign the writing and allow Kennedy's concurrence to become the majority opinion. So basically, uh, Justice Kennedy believed that not only should the court rule in favor of Citizens United, but it should also go a lot further in talking about free speech and if corporations are allowed to have free speech. Or if what a corporation okay. says is free speech. Um, huh. on, the, on the other side, John Paul Stevens, the most senior justice in the minority, assigned the dissent to David Souter, who announced his retirement from the court while he was working on it. Really? <laughs> yeah. And what they claim is that the final draft of the uh, minority dissent went beyond critiquing the majority. It was described as airing some of the court's dirty laundry, writing that Souter's uh, dissent accused Roberts of having manipulated court procedures to reach his desired result. An expensive, expansive decision that Souter claimed changed decades of election law and ruled on issues neither party that had uh, been involved in the actual case wanted to litigate or had presented. <laughs> that's, uh, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. So in all the wrong ways. Yes, I know. <laughs> so in its Citizens United versus FEC decision, the court opened the campaign spending floodgates. The justices ruling said political spending is protected under the First Amendment, meaning corporations and unions could spend unlimited amounts of money on political activities as long as it was done, quote unquote, independently of a party or candidate. Uh, so that so. So what you're saying is this is where all that started from. Not necessarily started, but this is like adding gasoline to an already well, burning fire. It. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Okay. 
The result has been a deluge of cash poured into so-called super PACs, which didn't exist before. Um, right. Particularly single, single candidate PACs, or political action committees, which are only nominally independent from the candidates they support. What's more, the legal protections for corporations mean much of this spending, known as dark money, never has to be publicly disclosed. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. I knew about Citizens United because if you followed Bernie Sanders' campaign at all, you, you, you heard enough about it. Yeah. But I didn't know, I didn't know the details of, of Citizens United. I, I understood where, where all this came from yeah. and the super PACs and yeah. all that. But it's the, 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 if you want to call it the prehistory of yeah. it. Yeah. I never, I never knew any of that. That's yeah. insanity to me. So, so recent analysis, and by recent we mean, 2014 of the 2014 Senate races by the Brennan Center for Justice found that outside spending more than doubled since 2010, which this decision Jesus. was made in 20 or er, in 2009. So 2010 would have been the first election cycle that it impacted. And it, uh, the spending went to 486 million on Senate races. Jesus Christ. And, and this is the, this is the crazy part. Outside groups provided 47% of total spending, more than the candidate spending, which was 41%, in, uh, in just 10 of the competitive races in those, in the midterms that year. Listen, as, as if, our politics needed another thing to possibly corrupt them. We yeah. found it by giving, by allowing outside organizations to fucking funnel money into political campaigns, which is, you know, one of the things that I think we've asked every single candidate we've ever had on our show. Yeah. So, so check this out. Where they get their money from. Of, of the $1 billion spent in federal elections by super PACs, just by super PACs since 2010, nearly 60% of the money came from just 195 individuals and their spouses. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And thanks to Citizens United, supporters can make the maximum uh, $5,200 donation directly to a candidate and then unlimited contributions to the single candidate super PAC. Okay. So yeah, that makes sense. I was gonna say because you said only fifty two thousand. I was like, oh, no, fi no, fifty two hundred. That's not as much as oh, fifty two hundred. That's yeah. even way less. Yeah, but it's it's the it's the super PACs that's uh, giving them the outlet to funnel money into. Okay, exactly. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Right. So so uh, basically, they have people using multi million dollar megaphones to drown out the voices of ordinary citizens which is what adam leo said a senior advisor at the policy group demos um he's saying that these millionaires are kingmakers in the democracy basically that they can decide by just pouring unlimited amounts of money into super PACs which support individual yeah. candidates and is basically pouring money into their campaign legally right, exactly without ever having to disclose that they yeah. did it all because of citizens united right. a group that just wanted to show a shitty movie about hillary clinton when you say shitty you're not even you, you don't even know half of it i think i mean so, like like uh, two in the morning infomercials <laughs> shitty <laughs> like so so i what what i have up here right now just as a little side thing for a little extra fun i have fahrenheit 911 the michael moore film and i have yeah. celsius 4111 <laughs> um Celsius forty one eleven. The budget for that movie was one million dollars versus Fahrenheit nine eleven. The budget was six million. Yeah. Celsius forty one eleven. 
in the box office made $93,000. Fahrenheit 9-11, $22 million. <laughs> <laughs> just a little side note like that's that's that was their that was their response to fahrenheit 9 11 yeah. like that's maybe the same 50 people seeing the movie 12 times and and okay. the thing is math they, not my best subject they they were making <laughs> yeah but they they were making a political commercial that's all they were doing yeah, yeah. that's and, and what's amazing to me is something that because that's kind of where it started Something that made such shitty profits. I mean, they the budget was a million, and they only made ninety two thousand back. That's a huge bust. Yeah, but somehow they created a fucking law that has completely corrupted Washington D.C. <laughs> it's yeah. fucking fantastic. <laughs> it's it's almost like it's out of a horror film. Yeah, I mean they took they took an already incredibly corrupt system and just. I mean, right. it was like an atomic bomb. Like you can't imagine it being any worse. Like it couldn't be any worse. And I know other countries right. looked on in horror when they saw this happen because it's like, no, oh my, I cannot believe what is happening. <laughs> What's amazing is, like I, like I said, I knew what Citizens United was or is. I know they're a nonprofit organization, but God, I really like they. They have a lot. Of movies that they've made over the years a lot more recently too ever since the uh, Hillary movie they've come up with at least it looks like 10 or so movies um, yeah and that was in 2008 so it's probably a movie a year um, none of them are anything familiar rediscovering God in America I kind of heard of but I I, I think it was oh it's because it's based off of the book from Newt Gingrich that's oh, right. yeah, my yeah. uncle is obsessed with Newt Gingrich Ew, disgusting. But, um, yeah, it's it. Yeah, I know. It's okay. absolutely amazing to me, though. Okay, but here's this. <clears throat> so, at a Senate hearing once, uh, supporters delivered petitions with three million signatures, calling for a constitutional amendment to undo the effects of Citizens United ruling. And sixteen states since then have passed uh, resolutions demonstrating the ability to ratify such an amendment. Jeez. Yeah. So the, that's incredible. So the support has. Um, you know, gone beyond conventional, you know, clean governance groups to labor, environmental, and other advocacy advocacy groups. So this is <laughs> something that people are starting to like, are wake up to the idea that it's, you know, horrible, and it it really hit its fever pitch during the twenty sixteen Democratic primaries, when um, right, both actually both candidates talked about Citizens United a lot. Hillary being a little less committal to appointing a justice who would overturn it. Where Bernie's saying that would Which be Which is his, incredible to yeah, me. Well, look at all the money she got. Right, exactly. Yeah, but um, but that, Bernie said that was the first question he'd ask his Supreme Court candidate. Citizens right. United, that was a litmus test. Um, and then, and then here's this, in case you don't know what kind of people we're dealing with when it comes to Citizens United. In the 2016, in 2016, the Donald Trump presidential campaign enlisted Citizens United President David Bossie as the deputy campaign manager. During the campaign, Bossie made regular television appearances on behalf of the Trump administration. Bossie is a close friend and longtime acquaintance of Trump administration officials Steve Bannon and Kellyanne Conway. Uh, How about that? There you go. And guess what? It was he who introduced Bannon to Trump in 2011. Exactly. So... So, so that's the kind of people that we're dealing with now guys who are friends with Steve Bannon first. <laughs> now check this out. This is <laughs> funny because this article that I'm uh, looking at right now was written 
It's by um, a website called U.S. News, and it was written in 2014. Mm -hmm. Listen to this. As with any current legislation, the sponsors recognize the uphill battle in a Republican-controlled Congress. So far, all but one of the bill's co-sponsors are Democrats. And then in parentheses, along with left-leaning Senator Bernie Sanders from Vermont. (laughs) Left-leaning Senator? Yeah. Yeah. But it just goes to show you, in 2014, here it was in an article uh, uh, co-signing a bill that would... Against the Citizens United ruling. And a fun- right. funding and donation matching program also poses another obstacle towards passage as proponents have suggested closing the same tap- tax loopholes that Democrats have targeted for years. So, you know, they were trying to work it out then, but w- when you have a Republican-controlled Congress, there's not a whole lot you can do. Because, of course, they love it because the Koch brothers no. just pour money into all of their campaigns. They really do. They really do. Yeah. They really do. Well, that's uh, that's pretty intriguing. Yeah. Um, the, it, just the backstory alone of Citizens United is something to really look into. Um, actually, uh, we talked about this as an early Patreon goal long ago, but you know, maybe sometime down the line, <laughs> not right now, <laughs> yeah. we uh, find one of these movies and we watch it as a Patreon thing, sort of like oh, our version of like God Awful movies. That would be funny. Yeah. There's a lot to choose from. There's a lot to choose from. So, so let me let There's me lot let me end from. the bigly topic but, um, with uh, what we can do. Go ahead. So right now, there's a couple ideas of what we can do. So first of all, um, they have Wolfpack, which is uh, it was founded by Cenk Uygur of the Young Turks, and it's to set up a constitutional convention to add an amendment to the constitution that gets rid of all of this spending. And comes up with a different okay. system. Now that path can be dangerous because um, on the far right they've been wanting constitutional amendment or a constitutional convention so they can push some crazy ideas like adding amendments to the constitution that say no gay marriage or um, you know like mandating prayer in schools. Like they want all this shit that they know they can't do without an amendment to the constitution. But that is one idea. The other idea is electing a bunch of candidates who say that they're going to pass laws that will target this kind of political spending and end it. And I I think that's probably our best option, especially uh, presidential candidates. And um, And the one thing you can do is check to see what kind of money the candidates are taking and how many super PACs are supporting them and make exactly. your vote based on exactly. that decision. Yeah. So go ahead, Tom. Right, and that does no. That that does help. I mean, just that's why we ask all the candidates that we interview, even though we pretty much know, or at least hope we know, what the answer is going to be. Um, because you can tell a lot from a person. If a person's taking money from an oil company, what do you think their legislation is going to be te- uh, targeted toward? Exactly. Uh, but the the problem with this, it's in the obvious. I'm just stating the obvious at this point. But the problem with this is. You know, you you allow these super PACs, you allow these corporations to just fill these super PACs with money. Yeah. And it's legal. Yeah. When it shouldn't be. <laughs> when it yeah. really shouldn't yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. Washington is truly corrupt already. We don't need anything to further corrupt Washington. Nonsense, Tom. I but, came in and I've drained the swamp and I filled it with disgusting, yes. disgusting nuclear lead-laced water. That has made a whole <laughs> new swamp. 
and it's going to be fantastic, oh. and I'm going to bottle it and sell it as Trump water. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> but anyway, that's all I got. So there you go. Citizens United. Well, thank you, Austin. That was, that was definitely... Definitely an interesting Bigly topic for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. I gotta look into some of these movies. I, there's a lot that just interests me. And I want extra I don't know credit. whether or not I, I want, can sit through an entire thing. I want extra credit for this one because I put that together in like two hours. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That's a lot of info too. So good yeah. job, Austin. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. All right, let's take a much-needed break, refill our alcohols, and um, we're not having an interview. We're not having an interview this week, so we're going to roll right into the scary religious nut jobs when we come back. Sounds good. So um, you know, get uh, get your snacks, and uh, I don't know. I, I ran out of things to say. <laughs> <laughs> show you know the podcast that you subscribe to and are hopefully listening to not just letting it sit on your phone well they're definitely listening to it if you're doing that they're definitely listening to it if they hear you right now that's probably true but you never know no it's definitely true (laughs) (laughs) um okay austin are you drinking anything new oh no no my uh sunday morning stout well i mean i opened another bottle but it's not new it's the same beer Gotcha. Yep, I'm still drinking uh, heavy amounts of alcohol. Uh, liquor. Still the mix, which I saw is uh, 28% alcohol. So, you know, nice and nice and light. Um, but perfect. Uh, perfect for this next segment. Um, this is an interesting little clip I found. Because normally we have a tendency of finding uh, Jim Baker clips. Yeah. But we have never found one based off of Lori Baker. Who's Lori Baker, you may be asking? Well, 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 I'm I'm glad you asked. I very much am asking that question. Okay, yeah, because, like, who the fuck is Lori Baker? She is the mm mm-hmm girl. She is Jim Baker's wife, um, which I did not know he had a wife. I thought she was just, like, the one girl on the panel that went, "Mm mm-hmm. Not only is she his wife, it's his second wife, I believe. Oh yeah, I wouldn't. I I don't find that hard to believe. Yeah, because I think he was married to Tammy Faye Baker, and mm-hmm. they were both um, pretty famous evangelists, TV evangelists in the eighties. Man, I wish he found somebody with the last name Bread, because then she could just keep the maiden name and be like, it'd be like Joan Bread Baker. That'd be great. <laughs> But but we we don't have that. We have Lori Baker. Um, Austin, what is this clip that we're gonna watch? Hmm. Well, let's see what the title is because I don't remember. <laughs> the clip that we're going to be watching, it's actually a pretty short one, only a minute and 38 seconds. I only saw half of it. Austin, I don't think you've seen any of this one, right? I've seen the first couple seconds over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tactical problems all over the place. <laughs> um, this is from the um, scarcely used site known as... <laughs> Relax, I'm just knocking, knocking shit, shit over. <laughs> By the way, knocking shit over, my new cover band. 
<laughs> well, now that I know we're going to keep that in the final cut, this comes from the scarcely used website uh, known as Right Wing Watch. Yep. Um, the clip is entitled, Lori Baker says liberals want to lock Christians away in mental illness centers. <laughs> if you didn't need, if you needed anything else after that to know this is going to be an amazing clip, well, then you have no hope. Let's begin without further ado. Lori Baker, what do liberals want to do? I just challenge all of you to pray for our president, pray for our first lady, pray for our vice president, pray for our second lady and their families. Cover them in the precious blood of Jesus, that no weapon formed against them shall prosper in Jesus' name. Did she say say cover them in the blood of Jesus? (laughs) She did. Okay, no, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't hearing things. No, it's very, um, it, it reminds me of, of like human sacrifice. That's the first thing that came in my head was, was human sacrificing, <laughs> um, which I believe is a pagan tradition, but, um, okay, so a lot of hold Christian on. ideals let, are. Let me say something that, um, I, I'm sorry, podcast listeners that we don't do a video podcast anymore <laughs> because no matter where I, I'm, I'm not sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, but the, <laughs> specifically for this video, because no matter where I stop the video, she's making a funny face. <laughs> I know right, right now her eyes are closed and she's like puckering. It looks like she's trying to kiss us. <laughs> oh man. If only I was bent over. Oh, um, I will say this. Uh, well, just you know, get it so she could kiss my ass, you know. Yeah, but um, I don't, I don't, I don't never, like where you were implying that never, was going. <laughs> never, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So it starts off. So first of all, I have to say this. I didn't bring this up earlier in the show. Mm. Austin, I'm. I, I apologize. You apologize? Why? Because my thoughts and prayers did not work for you <laughs> when I got power back. <laughs> The first thing I did was I I thought about you guys and then I prayed for you guys. And for a day and a half or more, it didn't work. And well, Tom, I'm so sorry. Tom, the Lord works in mysteriously slow and oftentimes really racist ways. So are you saying he just had bad internet connection? Because I was praying online. I was writing letters, emails specifically to God. Um, uh-huh. And... Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> it just was delayed. Maybe. Was maybe that, you have yeah. a bad connection. Okay. Yeah. Sorry about that, Austin. Let's move or, on. Or it could just be that, you know, thoughts and prayers don't ever, ever work because nobody is there receiving <laughs> them. Well, except for in your case, where it's just one like fat guy in Jacksonville jacking off to all your emails. <laughs> <laughs> Austin, of course, thoughts and prayers work. That's why we do it after every mass shooting every week. Okay. Yeah, it's def- it's definitely not a sly ploy to, you know, change the spotlight from meaningful Austin, reform. <laughs> okay, I'm Austin, sorry. You're right. Austin, this, this is supposed to be the fun play segment. The clip. <laughs> You're wrong. It's okay to be wrong. Let's watch the clip. <laughs> All right. We love our president. We love our vice president. We R- love our wrong. first lady. We love our second lady. Wrong. And they stand up for the- We know oh. vice president Pence <laughs> There's does, the music. And Karen does. They stand up unashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. What's scary for us? And we bet Jim has been preaching it for the past two days pretty, pretty strong. They're saying it's mental illness. <laughs> <laughs> now, just so you know, Austin is not doing anything with the pausing and playing. 
He's literally letting play straight through. That yeah. is the way she is speaking. Yeah. <laughs> it's you're really making it hard for us to not want to lock you up for mental illness when you're talking like that. It's they say it's mental illness. It's yeah, like I know. Is she had a tough time coming up with that thought. Yeah. It seems all oh, and look at the face. Look at the face. <laughs> you know what? Austin, what I what I want you to do, <laughs> what I want you to do is I want you to uh, add this clip to our show notes so our lovely listeners could play this game at home and here's the game i want you to play i want you to play the video close your eyes listen to it and then randomly pause it and look at the face she's making and what i want you to do is i want you to take a screenshot or a or a snip if you're using uh, microsoft products and send it to us on our twitter or facebook page oh please oh my god would that so make my week Oh, yes, that would so be amazing. please do that for us. The best one will get a shout out next episode. And How about you, that, and and if you come up with the funniest caption, you get a free T-shirt. Because oh my god, we're making our first meme. Yeah. Yes, make a caption. Yes, that's what you have to do. Make the best caption, and you get a free T-shirt. We'll yeah. send it right to you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh my our god. First, our first, our first award. Yeah. Because that would be amazing. That would be so best pay, best weird face and best caption. Uh, send it to us on our at our Twitter page uh, at Dumble Over Pod or our Facebook at Dumble Over Pod as well. And um, yeah, we'll uh, send a free T-shirt to the winner. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's see what else she has to say. Okay, if the world is thinking that we're all mentally ill, you know what's going to happen next? No, what they're going to put us all away in mental illness centers. I don't know what kind of word to use, but I know one thing. When you've been... English ones. <laughs> English ones. <laughs> so can I say something? Sure. I I don't know how to say this, but I think she's actually onto something. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. Well, no, I wouldn't she's, mind. She's definitely right. If I had the opportunity, I would 100% put her in a mental illness center. Yeah, exactly. Not all Christians... Her? Yeah. Her and Jim? Oh my god. If I had the if somebody came up to me right now and said, uh, we opened up a mental illness center, you get to pick who comes who goes in there, I'm calling them. I'm gonna personally call them first. Ah, be ah, like, but, hey. but Tom, are they first? Yeah. Would they be the first ones you call? Well, do I have a limit of how many people? Mm, well, let's just say the first one. So the one that you think most needs to go there immediately. I don't know. That's a that's a really hard question. Because I think Pat I have Robertson might win that one. No, I think I have mine, and it's not Pat Robertson. Who who who's yours? Oh, Alex Jones, one hundred percent. Oh yeah. No, well, I, I he's think, a, he I, needs I, a, no, I, lot. I really fear for that guy's mental health. I think he's going to hurt himself. <laughs> that is actually kind of true. Yeah, that is kind of true. But I don't. No, I'm not going to say what I was about to say. <laughs> Go ahead. Let's, let's keep playing that clip. Okay. As a woman, in, I'm not fi- in my 50s anymore, but as a woman that was in my 50s, you know what they used to do to women that went through menopause back years ago? Yeah. They put them in insane asylum. And you know who, but do, but do you know who did that? The Christians. <laughs> Now, uh, do do uh, do these guys have kids, Lori and Jim? I don't think. I mean, when they met, they were, they were already old. They had to. Yeah. Have been. I don't know. Even though I she, hope, <laughs> I hope not. I hope they didn't breathe. Even though she looks like she was stitched out of melted candle wax, you know, just a couple years ago. 
<laughs> the face she's making, though. I know. It's another one. You can never it's be great. Yeah, you can never stop this video without her making a face. I know this one looks a little bit more on the constipated level, but um, <laughs> still a strange face. All right, well, let's. I I can't even think of a caption for this one. Just like, did, did Trump really just say that? <laughs> That's the kind of face that she's making. You think so? All right, go on. I don't know. Yeah, I don't okay. know. What do you think? What's your caption for this one? Uh, or maybe just <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. All right, here we go because their hormonal balance was completely off. Yeah. And I'm not kidding. That's what they did. Yeah. And I'm not kidding. That's what's going to happen to us as Christians. They're going to lock us we did up it first. and throw us out if we don't stand up. <laughs> it's in the Bible. They're if going we to do that. Don't Matthew stand 24 is up. very clear. Well, it's time to stand up. Hold on. It's in the Bible that the Democrats are going to put Christians in mental illness centers? Is that in the Bible? I'm going to Google search that one quickly. The Bible <laughs> Democrats. That's all I need. Uh, no. <laughs> oh my god. What? Now what that, was Tom, that Tom, you have to read it in the King Obama Bible. <laughs> <sighs> The King Obama Bible. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So that was Lori Baker. Um, <laughs> I'm not exactly sure I understand the comparison between why um, people put women who were going through menopause into me- mental illness centers. Uh, they put everybody into me- mental illness centers at one point. Oh, yeah. Gay, yeah. gay people. Um. If you had some kind of physical deformity, like I a missing finger from birth or something like yeah. that, it, it, you know, stupid little things like that too. People weren't <laughs> they weren't educated back then. Actually, I think they lo- I think Christians are the only one they really haven't put in a mental. Illness. Maybe it's just time. <laughs> <laughs> you might you might be right. You might be right. Yeah, and I, I just uh, I don't understand this part. But uh, oh, by the way, the, I think her name would yeah. be perfect for a law firm if you added Wickersham at the end. It would be Lori <laughs> Baker Wickersham, which I think is a good legal name. It's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, I don't know man, why, but funny. it just sounds like one. Like, oh, I got hit by a car, and I'm going to sue the fucking driver. Oh, who do you got? Oh, I got Lori Baker Wickersham. <laughs> And I can't tell if this is from the same clip or not. I'm looking at the uh, uh, recommended videos on YouTube. Yeah. Um, he's wearing the same tux, but it might be a different tie. So it might be a different clip. But um, it just it has nothing to do with this. It just says, Pastor Jim Baker says the Lord is coming with fire. <laughs> <laughs> and as, as soon as I read that, I was just started like, Jesus. Well, somebody tell but Jim Baker whatever. a little penicillin will clear that right up. <laughs> 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 oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> oh, so bad. Oh, wow. All right, well, that that's enough of the bakers for one eternity. <laughs> but yes. uh let's take a break. Let's um figure out figure out how we're going to get these Christians in a mental illness center and we'll come back with our closing our final thoughts. Nice. Closing arguments I almost said. <laughs> our final thoughts. That sounds good. Wrong podcast. 
Welcome back, and we're not doing any more takes because fuck that shit. Um, man, if you only knew the shit that goes on in between, if you, you can hear Austin still laughing, I think I broke Austin. I'll take it. I'll take it from here, Austin. Don't, don't you worry. Um, I hope everyone enjoyed our big, big, big dumb show, dumber than normal. Um, <laughs> Somehow we're still going to find a way to make this an hour and a half with only two segments. So, yeah. <laughs> Amen to that. Uh, uh, Austin, come back to us, Austin, because I need your final thoughts. <laughs> I, uh, sorry, folks. Austin is experiencing some okay. technical difficulties. All right, hold on. I got this. I got this. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, well, All because I said Count Chocula. <laughs> Uh, no, it's just the whole thing, Lee. Like, we just couldn't get that going. Uh, I know that's now that's something I've heard before for sure. All right, go ahead, Austin. Okay, right, I think I broke Austin again. All right, so oh, yeah. so my first final thought is: oh, it is so nice to have power back. <laughs> that is my first thought that we can do this show now. Yeah. And um, yeah. and we and like we weren't sure when it was coming back, so I was trying to figure out how we were going to get this done before Friday. But now I don't have to worry about it, so that's fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah we somehow still are on pace for uh, for a regular release to come out. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty 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 impressive. Yeah, so uh, that's my first thought. My second thought is, uh, fuck you, electric company. <laughs> <laughs> because that took <laughs> that took entirely too long, and there's no reason why it should have taken that long. It wasn't like we got hit by like an atomic bomb. <laughs> it's just a little bit of snow. Um, yeah, it wasn't even that much snow. I don't no. know how much you guys got, but we got like maybe three to four inches of snow. It was windy, yeah, but yeah, it was the wind. I mean, That's what did it. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't that bad. Um, okay, whatever. <laughs> and Donald Trump, you did not have a good week, and that's good for everybody. <laughs> And, well, uh, can we can we be fair? I'm sorry to interrupt you again. No, go on ahead. Your final thoughts, but when when has he had a good week? That's true. Okay, fair point. Yeah. But you have there to you admit go. that this week was like especially not good. It was bad. Yeah, it was yeah. bad. Yeah. It was definitely bad. Um, and somehow I was still able to put together the bigly topic, so that made me happy. <laughs> and uh, no, that is because you are impressive, <laughs> sir. You are impressive. <laughs> and Lori Baker, um. I don't know what's wrong with your face, <laughs> but the expressions are priceless. And it's perfect. Um, maybe just don't open your mouth because every time you do, really stupid things come out. And that's that's all I got. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm gonna start with your final final thought. You know what, Lori Baker, just stick with the mmms because <laughs> I like you better. You. Yeah. <laughs> I like you better. Uh, once you start opening your mouth, and I realize that you speak worse than me. No good. So, right, well, you know, well, how does that saying go? Up. Like, like you know, keep your mouth full. Me once. Oh no. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Won't get fooled again. <laughs> Won't get fooled again. Yeah. No. They, it was like you know, better to be quiet and thought of fool than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. 
Right, Kellyanne Conway, <laughs> Steve Bannon, Donald <laughs> Trump, <laughs> and and whatever it, and whatever like random Twitter troll we had. Ah, <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> we went almost an hour and a half without discussing that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, which is pretty um, good by our standards. Second thing I want to point out. Um, thank you for the amount of love and support that we did have while we were going through our. I guess you could call you could call it a disaster because it kind of was a disaster. Uh, a few it people was. did die. Um, we obviously did not. Um, but, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but being without power was kind of shit. So, but thank you for everybody for showing um, your thoughts and prayers. <laughs> they really helped. <laughs> they really helped our electric company forget about our county. And I'm not even joking. They forgot about our county. I was keeping update on their map, and uh, my electric company, at least, controls all the way from Harrisburg to like North Philly, all the way to us. Yeah. And they took care of all the other spots. Meanwhile, our county was fucking littered with like 150,000 people. I'm like, oh, you forgot about our county, you scumbags. That sucks. Um, yep. Uh, spring cannot come fast enough, honestly, at this point. Yep. Um, I want to <laughs> thank our newest patron. We Ooh, have a new patron. Yeah. Yes, yes, from today. So uh, I'll, I'll consider it a birthday gift for me. Um, Alan Marks, our newest patron. Thank you for hopping aboard the uh, shit show that is dumb all over. It is a pretty f- rapidly growing list of people. And yeah, yeah. We thank you for that. Yeah, we've been we seeing some drink. very, very cool numbers lately. Yeah, so. I mean, God, w- just seeing seeing the updates uh, with the downloads and the new people listening, and our Facebook page is finally getting traction a little bit. Yeah. It's um, it's <laughs> by, been a good year by our standards. <laughs> well, listen, we're up to seventy-one. A few weeks ago, we only had like thirty. So that's that's true. That's true. Yeah, it, it's growing, and we're just uh, overwhelmed with the love and support that you guys have given us, so thank you for that, and I mean, th- don't stop, because that'd be <laughs> fucked up if you stop. <laughs> yeah. Also, this is kind of shitty to say this, but we only have 19, uh, we only have 12 patrons, we need one more to get to our first goal ever, which is at $20 per podcast, so who's going to be that lucky patron? Woo! <laughs> you know, give us your money. So if you are that person that gives us helps us reach our goal of 20 an episode, that person mm-hmm. and everybody who gave before them will all get a cool free gift from us. So. Woo-hoo! Yeah. So let's let's do cool. that. So come on, let's get there. Yeah, let's let's do that. Give us your money. Okay. <laughs> um <laughs> uh, what else? I guess that's it for me. Um I don't really have anything else other than the crappy news that we that we had. Uh, yeah. a couple cool things, couple couple funny things, but in the end, uh we we joke around a lot, but this is still our government. <laughs> So yeah. it's kind of scarier more than anything. Yep. Um, as always, you can find our podcast on blogtalkradio.com uh, forward slash pod. You can also download our podcast for free on iTunes. If you do, um, I am no longer asking. I am just goddamn demanding that I get more reviews on iTunes. <laughs> we see the amount of people who download from iTunes. Don't think 
you're being slick, motherfuckers. We know you're watching or listening. So go into the comment section and say whatever you want, if it's good. If it's a bad comment, you know, you can keep your opinions to yourself. <laughs> well, maybe now you know um, why there's also, not that many. <laughs> I guess so. Also, please join us on the social medias. That's where we uh, keep everybody updated on all the new arrivals and all the news updates. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. All at Dumb All Over Pod. Um, I changed the Facebook to... Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I also changed the Patreon to Dumb All Over Pod as well. So you can go to patreon.com forward slash Dumb All Over Pod. So Dumb All Over Pod is everything. Check out our website, dumballoverpod.com. For you know a, a website. <laughs> um, now that everything is back to normal, you have no idea how many things I wanted to do this weekend before we lost power. Oh yeah, I had blog I posts I was going to write. Yeah. I had two or three episodes of affirmative assessment I was going to record. Yeah, um, it's such a fucking disastrous weekend. So now I'm behind on all that. Um, Update affirmative assessment will be coming out very shortly. I'm hoping to have one next week. I have oh. watched movies, so they're they're gonna happen. And and Potter what? and History X will be coming out. I was planning on editing it on Friday. Well, and so that yeah, fucked me over happened. completely. <laughs> <laughs> so apologies for being behind. We're just happy that we got this episode out, which is yeah uh, important to us. Yeah. Um. So that's all I have. All right, Tom. That's all I have. Okay. Yep. Okay, so that, that's it. You know, <laughs> the end of the show. Um, money, Patreon. You know, that's everything. Yeah. What are you guys yeah. still here? Go, go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can literally turn the shit off now. This yeah. is ridiculous. You hear yeah. that? That's the theme so, music. That means okay. the episode's over. So you can stop listening now. Yeah, they're still they're still listening, Austin. I don't I don't know. I'm, I know. I'm very uncomfortable. I'm just I'm just gonna go. So bye. You guys better cut out now before the ad comes on. Except the patrons. Trust me, I'm like a smart person. Have you ever wondered what a shelf sounds like? How about a lamp? Well, it might just be louder and better than you think. The new Wi-Fi enabled Symphonic speaker range from IKEA and Sonos is here. So now you can find out for yourself. Shop in store or at ikea.co.uk and fill your home with feeling. IKEA, the wonderful everyday. To succeed in small business, you need technology that runs efficiently. When you partner with a Dell Small Business Technology Advisor, you get advice, one-on-one -on -one partnership, and tailored productivity solutions, including computers with Intel Core processors, servers, storage networking, plus industry-leading monitors and accessories. It's how they help your small business make the most of every minute. To speak with an advisor today, call 0800 085 4878. That's 0800 085 4878.